0: Thank you for tuning in to the Carter Effect podcast, where we will discuss faith, family, football, and life. My name is Nathan Carter, and I have the privilege and honor to speak to you today. So please feel free to sit back and relax as we dive into today's episode. God bless.
1: What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. Um, Usually I would say that I hope you all are having a great day But in the midst of what is going on I can imagine that many of you are not Over the last two weeks we've seen three horrendous Wicked, sinful, and horrific mass shootings in this country On May 14th, ten people were murdered in a racially motivated attack at a supermarket in Buffalo, about an hour away from where I live. On May 15th, one man was killed and five others injured after a shooter was targeting people within a church in California. One life lost, too many. And then on May 24th, yesterday, 19 children and two teachers were shot and killed in an elementary school in Texas. This all happened in a span of two weeks. And let's not forget that there are still hundreds of people in the Ukraine dying every single day due to unnecessary violence. Man, um. It is hard. In a day and age that we are living in, it, it is not easy. We are living in a world that chooses hate over love. We're living in a world that chooses power over peace. We're living in a world that chooses death over life. Now, this episode isn't an episode of teaching, but hopefully an episode of encouragement. That in spite of all the wickedness in this world, some may ask the question, where do we go from here? Who do we turn to? What's the solution? All those questions... Have one answer that reside in one name, and that name is Jesus. See there have been plenty of times in my life where I've been through seasons of heartbreak and pain and sorrow and grief, and through all of those seasons, I've found that through Jesus, I was able to keep going when I wanted to quit that when I was weak and discouraged that I leaned on him and I put my hope in him. And because of that, I found strength through him to keep on pressing on. I know that some of you listening right now may be on the path to giving up. That life's challenges and troubles have stumbled across your way and you have tried everything To get your hope back. But nothing seems to work. Some of you may continuously turn on a TV. And see the wickedness. And you've begun to believe that all hope is lost. And that there's no way that things will get better. That there's no way that there will be change. And I want to encourage you all to turn to Jesus and to put your hope in him and to hold on to your faith. Hope, that word hope means going beyond our unpleasant daily experiences to the joy of knowing God. God sustains us by revealing himself to us. Trusting him leads to quiet hope, not bitter resignation. In John chapter 16, verses 33, it says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Despite the pain and the troubles we go through, God has given us a solution. And that solution is him. And when we struggle, we need to struggle hopefully and not hopelessly. Knowing that our sovereign, trustworthy God is always in control. And I know saying all of this, some of you may be saying, well, where is God when all this stuff is happening? And where is he when all these innocent children and people are getting killed? God is there. And he is watching. And he is angry at what is happening to his beloved creation. God hates sin. And he hates what's going on. Right now, more than we do, God grieves and He's angry at the wickedness going on in this world. And some of you may ask the question well, why doesn't God do something about it? Why, If He sees all these things and He hates all these things, why doesn't He do something about it? And He will. In Habakkuk. Chapter 2, verses 3, it says, This vision is for future time. It describes the end, and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. The punishment of sin will certainly come, and the punishment for wickedness will, will certainly come. We have to wait patiently, taking it one day at a time, step by step, trusting God, even when we don't understand why events like this occur. This evil that we are facing in this world will not triumph forever. And I cannot provide a perfect answer to all the questions that some of you may have that makes sense because many times I question what God is doing during these seasons. But even through my confusion, I remain hopeful and faithful in God because of who he is and because of what he has promised. We cannot see all that God is doing and we cannot see all that God will do. But we can be assured that He is God and that He will do what is right. And knowing this gives us confidence and hope in a confusing world. Not only that, but through life's troubles and sufferings, we increase our faith in Him. We stay firm in our faith and stay firm in what His Word says. Our faith grows when we choose to apply God's promises to today's problems and use the experience to mature us for tomorrow's challenges. To bind ourselves in God's word and his promises and to hold on to God's word and his truth in spite of the circumstances that you or others may be going through. And we do this by choice, and not by chance. Even when it's hard, even when we don't know where to go, don't know what to do, we must choose to remain faithful in the one who holds everything in his hands. Why? Well, for me, it's because I believe that the God that I serve is a great God and that he never lies and that he's loyal and that he's trustworthy and that he's faithful and that he cares for those who suffer God never wastes our suffering he never wastes bad times on us he uses them for good times for others See, our testimonies on how we got through some of life's craziest, toughest challenges can be used to help others going through the same thing. Or even worse, for them to look to Christ who is able to keep them and help them through it all. So, my brothers and my sisters in Christ, I encourage you to hold on to faith. We need to stand firm in our faith and our trust in God, and we need to do it together. We cannot do this alone, and we need each other now more than ever. In Psalms chapter 34, verses 16 through 18 says, But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil, He will erase their memory from the earth. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. I encourage you all to move from doubt to faith. I encourage you all to pray and to pray prayers of faith to pray prayers of change, and to pray prayers of peace, because the Lord will listen, and he will answer us. And even if he doesn't answer us in the way that we want, we still have hope and trust in him, knowing that his way is ultimately the best way. We will feel pain We will feel grief, we will feel loss, we will feel sorrow, and we will feel failure in this life. But through it all, God promises to be close to the brokenhearted and to be our source of power, courage, and wisdom, helping us through our problems. This isn't the time to put the blame on God. This is the time to admit that we need God's help and to thank him for being by our side. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are hurting. We are sad. We are heartbroken. And we are confused. And we come to you today seeking you above all things. Because in the midst of all this chaos and sorrow and death that we see in this world, there is no other place to turn to but to you. And Lord, we cast all of our worries and all of our anxieties on you because you can handle them and we can't. Lord, you hear our cries and you see our tears, and you said in your word that you will come for the brokenhearted. So, Father, I ask for me, for those who are listening, and for those that are going through life's toughest battles, that you reveal yourself to us in a new way. Lord, I ask that you comfort us with your word and with your presence. Father, heal all of those who are hurting. And provide for those who have lost everything. Remind us of your promises that we can lean on in times of trouble and sorrow. And Father, we know that peace is not the absence of trouble, it is the presence of you in the midst of it. So, Father, we ask that you help us find peace in our hearts, in our minds, and in our spirits through you, because you are the prince of peace. You are the creator of peace. And Lord, I ask that you increase our faith in you and perfect it because you are the master and the champion of faith. Father, remind us during times when we are weak and when we think that you are not there and that you've left us. Remind us that you are our strength and that you are with us and that you have promised us that you will never leave or forsake us. And Lord, even when we don't understand all that is going on and even when it seems like the enemy is winning, we have hope and trust knowing that you have everything under your control and that the enemy is already defeated. And that you are victorious. And that you know what you are doing. Father, we thank you for listening to us. And for loving us. Even when we don't deserve it. And we love you. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend, family member, or anybody that you think would benefit from listening to this. If you feel led to support this podcast in any way, please feel free to do so. Let me know what you guys want to hear or any subject that you guys want me to talk about in my next episode. Always remember to keep God first. And I encourage you today to stay hungry and stay humble. See you next time on the Carter Effect Podcast.